Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reevy, along with the tired Titan herself, <laughs> Sandy Reevy. It's truly true. I am tired. Yes. So it is episode 117 here, October 19th, 2020. Happy Monday, everybody. So let's get right into it. In the transits, we have Monday, October 19th, Mars squared Jupiter. What should I believe? Monday, October 19th, Venus trying Jupiter. No light for the cigar. And again, Monday, October 19th, Mercury retrograde opposes Uranus. Part two, I'm redirecting you to another department. Wednesday, October 21st, Venus trying Pluto. What's the draw? Thursday, October 22nd, Sun ingress Scorpio. Happy birthday, Scorpios. Saturday, October 24th, Venus trying Saturn. Of practical use. And Sunday, October 25th, we have Sun Kazemi Mercury Retrograde. Heart of the Sun. Then in talisman times, Sandy has had the week off, so no finished talismans. However, we have a very, very special one coming up October 25th. Then on the horizon, we have some virtual retreats and events coming up. And in our house, Sandy and I, after a long week of travel events and virtual travel, we are going to list our favorite day, favorite ways to ground and settle back into a daily routine. So stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. Where the night is totally clear and your heart is fierce. And so you finally know you control where you go. Hello and welcome in, tired Titan. It's good to have you back here. Can you believe a Titan would even get tired? Titans <laughs> yes. don't. Yes, I, but I can't believe this that. this <laughs> human mortal woman is tired. Um, yes. I'm just getting a chance after being home for four days to unpack my bag of six weeks, which were the same clothes, and they were all summer. Mm-hmm. I had no... I only and had it sandals. Quickly became fall. <laughs> <laughs> Way too quickly became fall. I know. I still want to pick my tomatoes and harvest my food upstairs on the deck, and I go up and it's barren, shriveled, and eaten by birds. Hmm. Uh, yeah, because uh, I went home, t- took care of my mom, who was having a little s- lumbar back issue, issue, back mm-hmm. issue. Uh, and didn't expect, nor did she expect me to stay for six weeks. But she's better. She's moving on her own, and she can be, you know, in the home by herself now. Right. So we did our our intention manifested. Your mission was accomplished. It, <laughs> she's good. Mission accomplished, she's good Titan. Yeah. So yes, and I'm very proud of you. You 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 stuck to business, you know, responsibilities studying you took four classes during this whole entire thing they're pretty you, deep classes you wrote too papers your one paper which was so interesting on dennis rodman and his astrology you wrote that and it was about 15 pages long which the the teacher asked you <laughs> for about six or seven pages i know but we which put you are never the 
you know. I'm not the writer. Well, and I guess you're never really the, like, the student either. You're, a lot of the times, you're the teacher. And you're not, yeah, you're not the writer either. But I know how to tell a story. Or Mm -hmm. if I just get into the storyline and not so much the content, the story becomes the content. Right. So I'm good at that. That's true. Yeah. So... I do. I want to. I want to get to all of our listeners. Go direct to you all. Thank you so much for your amazing support. You know, purchasing our talismans, scheduling readings with Sandy, signing up for monthly, quarterly, annual subscriptions, and and this is what keeps us going financially. What keeps us going on an emotional and spiritual level is the feedback. So I wanted to share this one. Um, from Lisa P in Minnesota, she sent in five star feedback and it's called Alignment with Soul's Purpose. I had an amazing connection with the energies of my birth chart to align back to my soul's purpose. I am so excited about the affirmation I received for the path I'm already on and to keep moving forward. Through this affirmation and alignment, I am able to trust myself and my own inner guidance fully and be in flow with my universe. And I love how she says my universe, because that's it's it, you're taking ownership of, of your world. Mm-hmm. You're, you're kind of collecting it and you're saying this is mine. So, and, yeah. And this is what I can achieve. This is my free will. This is how I want to build it. Right. So shout out to you, Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> okay, so let's move into the transits. We got another big week. Last week was, it was big. And do you want to do a little bit of your summary of this week? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. We start off with, what should I believe? No light for the cigar. Part two, patience. I'm redirecting you to another department. Please hold. What's the draw? Happy birthday, Scorpio. Of practical use. Becoming Oriental. Okay. So that sounds actually a little bit bit more disjointed than last week's. Kind of just went boom, 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 boom. And it almost made it, you know, phrasey. Mm -hmm. It made it into a whole sentence. Uh, But let's get into it and see how we can blend... These seven days, uh, which is our week. Yes. It's our week coming up. So Monday is a kind of maybe the biggest day of transit. So we have Monday, October 19th with three transits. The first, Mars squared Jupiter. I mean, this is when we wake up. So if this doesn't even post until, what, six in the morning on Monday, this has already happened at mm-hmm. 1238 a.m., and what should I believe? You know, are you still there? I can't hear the music. And it really feels like a time of discouragement. Uh, we're, you know, we're recording this on Sunday, the day before, and we can feel that in the air, right? It's kind of like nice to be behind your closed doors so that you're not having to push too hard, too far in getting that uh the burnout. <laughs> yeah, it's we're all burned out for sure. And Venus trying Jupiter, no light for the cigar. This is the second transit on Monday, October 19th. And this already happened. This is at 2:35 a.m. 
And hey, no light for the cigar. It's like, you know, you, you've had a baby or whatever you have a cigar for. You're out, you're doing a celebration. Because anytime these two planets, Venus and Jupiter, these are the two benefics. So these are the two that bring bring good things, glory, abundance, prosperity, love to you. And so whenever they're in a nice um, aspect, which is this is trying, it's one mm-hmm. of the best, it brings lovely things. However, they're both in their fall, F-A-L-L. Venus is in, in Virgo. She doesn't, she's in her fall there because she's in her exaltation in Pisces, the opposite sign. And then Jupiter is in its fall in Capricorn because he is in his exaltation in the opposite sign of Cancer. So they're both kind of struggling, but at least they're looking at each other. And struggling together. And they're looking at each other going, I see you. Here's the cigar. Here's your cigar. But we have no flame. We have no light to, you know, flip it to no to bick it right uh-huh. and to get it uh, uh, fired up yeah for the whole purpose that you have a cigar right and so it's still nice but there's something that's not whole there's there's a there's not a it, it can't complete hmm. so i called it no light for the cigar right and mercury retrograde opposes uranus this is the third and final transit of october 19th Right, but it's the second of three for the Mercury uh, retrograde opposing Uranus. Just wanted to clarify that. Mm -hmm. Um, And this happens around 10 o'clock tonight. So this is part two. It's two of three passes that Mercury will make in its retrograde to the opposition to Uranus. And so anytime you're getting it, anything to opposition Uranus, it really is, you know, a kind of a wake up call. Um, and so this is just about retrograde, about having patience. You know, you're wanting something to move forward. You're anticipating something. But both of these planets are retrograde. So there's a delay. Mm. And so it's like uh, redirecting, please hold for the next department. And you're like, and this just happened to me a couple days ago. It's just like, oh, my God, you're the third department that I've talked to, right? You've been there. I swear, I just did this on Friday. Um, And it's kind of like patience, wait for it. You know, you're not to the right person. Um, And the first pass we had was October 7th. So it was just about two weeks ago. And our last pass of this is not for another month, November 17th. Mm. And this is just around the time when I was, during the Politics and Planets webinar Mm -hmm. that Susan and I did that's on the website because it's quite fascinating uh, for everybody including astrologers because we get into a lot of astrology around the political dates but this is the time where I think that we will all be surprised when you know we we get the the information of who becomes president Mm -hmm. you know I think we said it was November 19th that Sudhas and I were were anticipating the message as who, who won uh, because Mercury comes out of its shadow on that day. But two days here before November 19th or November 17th could still be like a, some kind of erratic 
behavior and the messaging. Okay, interesting. Mm -hmm. So coming back to this week, our Mm -hmm. next transit is Wednesday, October 21st, and that is Venus trine Pluto. 4.42 p.m. What's the draw? Because Venus trine Pluto, discover the real intensity that you feel today. It's true. You're really going to feel something on a deep level because that's what Pluto wants to do. Here's what I want you to to do. Ask yourself if it's good for you. Ask if it's good for you and what it will help you do or what you can help others do. Okay. So our next transit, we have Thursday, October 22nd, Sun Ingress Scorpio. Happy birthday, Scorpios. That's at 6 p.m. Exactly. And the sun goes from a cardinal air, which is Libra, uh, to a fixed water. So dark waters. Did you did you ever see that movie? No, I didn't. Oh, you're kidding. Mm-mm. I just saw it again when I was, re-re- when I was um, reviewing this. I'm like, I haven't seen that movie since a year ago. And it's the stuff that I used to do, but it gives you an idea of the width and the depth of the what's under the surface power, what we really can't see. And so this is, you know, Scorpios, what is your power? You, I mean, we all, and we all have Scorpio ruling some, some house, some house. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a planet, you know, if we are not Scorpios, but if you're a Scorpio, you at least have the Scorpio ruling your sun which is complete primary, you know, essence. And next we have Saturday, October 24th, Venus trine Saturn. Of practical use. It's a trine. This is easy. This comes in at 1041 in the morning. And Venus is applying in a trine to to Saturn. And Saturn is really strong here. And so there is this, it's a good time to make solid plans in relationships, right? The Venus, money investments, and long-term goals. So you can use this with a uh, practical, right? Like st- st- stable. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It's stability to create something that has value a, a va- and stability. Yeah, stability. It's it's grounded. Ooh. Okay. So build something on the twenty mm-hmm. fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Sunday, October 25th, Sun Kazemi Mercury retrograde. Becoming Oriental. Now, the exact time of this is at 1.23 p.m. And this is exactly at three degrees of Scorpio. And we've you've heard us talk about this. This happens about three times a year. The Mercury goes inside the Sun in the retrograde inferior conjunction where he burns up anything that's not pure right it's like him going into the oven crosses crosses the sun and that in that moment is when the sun kind of engulfs mercury and mercury is then purified you know i guess yeah burned off that that feeling of all those impurities all of those unnecessary thoughts or Mm -hmm. words that we've used is about shedding those, letting those go, and allowing those really clear, crystal clear messages to come through. It really is. It's about clarity of the mind. 
And it is so important for me to make talisman at this time. And we have something very special for everybody. I know. <laughs> so, and we can, we really can just start talking about that now because let's move into talisman times. So last week you had not finished up any talismans because there were no talismans to finish. Well, there were just, it wasn't a good time. We had the sun still in the last seven degrees of of Libra and it was opposing Mars and Aries and squaring the kerfuffle and just I, I I avoided it perfect nothing okay yeah. so the upcoming talismans however are what is most exciting for us because we're talking about this Sun Kazemi Mercury retrograde and in this motion that Mercury is going to be being burned up being purified you know, having this really clear message, this exact time, you can, you can, in tandem with Sandy, create your own talisman. On our website, of course, the links are included on our emails and in the descriptions. However, if you have any trouble finding those, make sure to go over to intentionbeads.com. There you'll find the Mercury Kazemi talismans. So these ones, of course, they're upcoming. So they're kind of going to be like the pre-sale talismans that you've maybe seen on the website. However, you're going to be involved in the making. There are about seven hours of the Kazemi time period. And it's Sunday, October 25th from about 941 in the morning until about a little after four o'clock in the afternoon. So that's a long period of time. And I have come up with a series of time of start times. I have um, some orbit necklaces available, and I have large bead bracelets and small bead bracelets. Mm-hmm. But you're going to pick your time because during that time you'll you will be I will c- communicate with you, and so that you know you're going to be repeating the intention and the affirmation at the same time for this 30 minute period. Uh, there's no extra cross for this. It's still the regular universal charge of 222 but I wanted to give people the chance I've got some of these already filled up uh, some of these times Mm -hmm. but here is the intention to strengthen the mind and clarify the message I discover my hidden treasures I freely express and communicate these ideas thoughts words and processes openly I already know. And that is that clarity. The I already know Mm -hmm. is this direct connection to divine that we always have. However, we we have those moments too when that that clear message where it like rings true just like a bell and it's so loud (laughs) and you can't avoid it. You can't mistrust it. You know it's there. And that's that feeling of this Mercury Kazemi the Sun. So, and these messages are, they are the truth. And so what I also love is fi- going and finding the treasure because here this Mercury retrograde is in Scorpio, mm-hmm. which is all about finding the treasure, finding the treasure in the, in the mud and the muck. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for these. And I can add that, 
you know, we did this big presentation a couple days ago around the Mercury retrograde trigons. And we're leaving in this one, this Mercury retrograde period, we're leaving the water element and we're transitioning into the air element. Mm -hmm. And so that the Mercury retrograde that's been happening for the last year and a half, two years-ish, have been all in water and they've been the, you know, the feeling in the feeling category. It's like your emotional, like thinking about your emotions. Mm -hmm. This now, we're going into another, uh, all the way till January of 2022, into the thinking mode. So the retrograde periods will be all around what your words are, your thoughts, your messages, your ideas, your opinions, your processes, your organization, you know, all the detail. And even your marketing. Your I mean, commerce, your trade, your words, your Instagrams, your podcasts. Right. So anybody that has to get a message out, particularly in this next year and a half, this talisman period is for you. Because it doesn't have to be so feely and can sometimes emotionally drag you down. It can be on the up in the air and keep it moving and keep it lively Right, and keep it mutable and versatile and teaching and learning and sharing information. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so yes, okay, if you have any questions on how to get this Mercury Kazemi talisman, of course email me, alex at intentionbeads.com. Also check out those links for this specific talisman. But this is different because I have the picture that we took because you did a beautiful job on the marketing uh, we you kind of took the small bead bracelet and the large bead bracelet and the orbit bracelet and faded out the colors that it was so it looks kind of black and white right. and then we've put little tiny round cane pictures that I chose for this because it hasn't been made yet right. so you don't get to pick your color but you get to pick your time so that you are available in a writing with your journal at that moment while I'm making your beads. So the color's already been picked, which, you know, go check it out. It's pretty cool. Yes. And the coolest part, too, is that you're going to be including some orbit necklaces along with this. Mm -hmm. And those are at a $50 price. So this is a really awesome, if you've always been kind of wanting a more personalized talisman, this is going to be a really wonderful set wonderful one to have because while they're being created you will be present with yourself in this kind of mercury journey of just listening to that inner divine self and that's going to really connect you to this talisman right yes and then of course the bracelets i will do an activation call once you get them in the mail and we set up a zoom call it's about 15 20 minutes and we activate it yeah. It's always included with all the talisman bracelets. Correct. All of them. Yeah. So moving on to the horizon. So we have October 31st, we have our chatting with the stars. This is the November forecast. And this is, of course, a free event on Facebook Live where Sandy and Susan are going to be talking to you about the upcoming dates for November. Don't miss out. It is absolutely complimentary. Then November 11th, 
we have a CWS CWS webinar happening, and this is all about stationing direct. We have three major planets mm-hmm. that are going to be take going from retrograde into stationing direct. So this is going to be a very interesting time. Can you give us a little snippet about all in November? Learn? You know, we've got three planets retrograde right now. Mercury which is typical for Mercury going retrograde three times a year. Mars will station direct and start moving forward. And then Neptune. And Neptune goes retrograde for about six, five, six months a year anyway. But I find it really interesting that this will be the period where all of these will be, you know, cha-ching, um, changing directions and slowly moving forward. So it, it kind of gives us an idea of... We're moving, we're moving along. We're mm-hmm. finally kind of coming out of this, uh, can't move forward. We are always are going backwards to redo and rethink and, you know, reply and retreat. And um, because the only planet really that will be um, retrograde after this Neptune will be Uranus. So you know, Uranus is, will be the only one retrograde. And I think he moves in January usually to be direct. So let me just quick look. Yeah, when we get to the middle of January of 2021, there will be about 10 days, maybe 12 days, no planets retrograde interesting yeah i mean we sometimes get that right right? but those superior planets stay retrograde well they go retrograde every year when the sun moves in the opposition placement that's when they're retrograde for superiors uh five to six months out of the year but during this period and then mercury will go retrograde the end of january which will then will take the zero retrograde mercury will screw that up (laughs) okay so moving on we also have a new event that's going to be happening and this is november let's see here 13th november 13th to the 14th this is called the quintessence virtual retreat and basically this is a chance to join other women leaders around sharing stories practices and It's all going to be really purpose-driven and meaningful for both work and life. So it's kind of creating that that placement. And Sandy's going to be a speaker at this Mm -hmm. event Mm -hmm. and talking all about astrology and how we can really practically take that into our daily life. And I think you were you were on a podcast with this host and next week. Oh, next week. Okay. And yeah. So we just, if you guys know of any podcast that you really like to listen to as well as ours, we are (laughs) looking to have Sandy join in and give a little astrology knowledge. So I've been asked by my friend, Dan, who I run into at some of these events, um, spiritual rock star. He's been asked, he's asked me to be on his podcast. That's not till November, early November, but spiritual rock star. Yeah. I'm looking like forward that. to that one. It's kind of like spiritual gangster, but it's a little bit more yeah. rock and roll. So let's move on. 
we'll move into our house and <laughs> it's nap time of course I don't know if you guys can tell it in our voices but yes this week has knocked us down a little bit but we are still alive and kicking so um, after a long week of travel virtual travel um, events public events private events um, and you know personal travel too Sandy and I are interested in just talking about how it is, because this is our first day, how it is that we really want to ground and come back to home, come back to the center and settle back into our daily routine. So mom, I'll start you off with this question. Well, like I said, we're recording this Sunday the 18th and sun square Saturn. This means Saturn is taking away all primary essence of vitality. This is a tired day. And like you said, you can hear it in our voice. We were all like one and two and three to get all riled up to get on air and be excited like we normally are. <laughs> we do. Um, but it's still, it's, you know, Sunday's a rest day and we have to redo really, really remember folks that, you know, some people are busier than ever. Right. Right. During this COVID. And you still need to pull parts of the day or a full day into the rest. And I mean, Sunday was meant to rest. So it's interesting. It followed, you know, fell on a on a on a Sunday. So tell me but, what are you doing? What are some? Well, of- I'm working. But <laughs> as soon as we're done with this podcast, you know, I'm unpacking my suitcase up in my room I'm gonna do some laundry I just to try to get my bedroom reorganized my bathroom the kitchen if I can see particularly in those areas of my life like order Mm -hmm. that makes me feel grounded because if I don't have any work and I don't have any clients and I don't have any talisman times of course I do have books and books to catch up on on my on my homework in class, that I'll go sit on the couch in front of the fireplace and read some of my school books. Mm-hmm. That grounds me to be like, because if I can get by the fireplace in my chair with a little blanket, maybe some hot ginger water, I feel like that's a little retreat, reprieve for me, mm-hmm. where I'm not... You're not on a time frame. <laughs> and I'm not out speaking. I'm not talking. I'm ingesting right Mm. and i'll have my candles lit of course i just had my mom actually bought me uh, a bunch of candles we went to the store and she's like i'm gonna buy you candles you love them and and so like i need some new ones because you know they're all gone yeah no (laughs) well you you gotta burn them to the end there are there are those types that just like collect candles and never light them there was there was a candle that you actually had. It was a beautiful big blue candle. That's right. And I'm pointing to it right now that has never been lit. Except maybe No, once. I did. I did. Okay, light just it. recently though. Well, and it's 18 years thing. old. Yes, it's 18 an 18 year old candle. But it's about <laughs> 2 feet long, a foot and a half tall. Right. It's it's the biggest candle. It's like an art piece. Yes. I think that's what Jim, my decorator, bought it for as an art piece. But I've been, I have been lighting it. Yes. But anyway, that like candlelight, um, 
I'll put on some meditation music on all the floors if I'm running up doing this. You know, piddling around the house. My grandfather used to piddle around. And I thought that was I the weirdest. I that was like a derogatory term. It sounds like, you know, peeing in your pants. I don't know. But <laughs> that's what I love to do. And it just oh makes gosh, me. It, well, to piddle is to urinate. That I just looked it up. But piddling around is to spend time in a waste, wasteful, trifling, or ineffective way. Well, that's not how I want to <laughs> You're going to redefine it? <laughs> P- well, piddle around says I don't have any specific thing that I need to get done, but at the end of my piddling around, mm-hmm. I've gotten so many things in order that magically finished like one of the things I wanted to do today that I I did do whenever I'm on a client call on my zoom mm-hmm. and I'm sitting at my portion of this big eight foot marble desk that we both share mm-hmm. and two other people share that you see all these books in this bookcase behind me and every time I get on a zoom call I can see that right because I'm looking at myself looking at the You're client right, yeah. right? And I'm thinking that bothers me. So I removed all the books or most of them and put them in a drawer underneath. Uh, so that that was what I considered piddling around. It's right. something I've been wanting to do. And I'm like, I have five minutes right now. How long would this take? Okay, it took 10 minutes. But I didn't have anything to do in that other five minutes. That's what I mean by, oh, I've been wanting to do that. I'm right here. I have nothing else to do. Let me get to it. Yeah. And you're very good at that. So I feel satisfied and I feel accomplished and I feel worthy of then going sitting on the couch next to the fireplace. The one thing I can't do to get grounded is nap. I can't nap. And that was actually what I was going to say. Go ahead. One of the ways that I like to ground is either by laying down or napping, sleeping for sure. That always, I'm a great sleeper. Bathtubs. Mm, Yeah. Love bathtubs. I might do that today. Those really help and kind of like the opening of pores and sweating and, you know, kind of releasing those things. That feels so good to me. Mm. And that always, it exhausts me a little bit. So it's. It's kind of like a dual purpose. Like I don't try to do it in the middle of the day, but mm-hmm. more towards night. And another way that I like is either like meditating or yoga just to get really grounded and into my own body. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my favorite that you said is having a really clean, organized space because it's what is around you is also... A reflection of what's going on in your head because mm-hmm. if and I've I've noticed this and I, you know that I'm not always the most clean but in my young adulthood I've been getting better and better at mm-hmm. it and so I've noticed that when I'm stressed or when I feel my life is chaotic it's usually when I look around my room is chaotic the the dishes aren't done and so I'm realizing that it is such a reflection of what's going on in your life Mm -hmm. so 
that's a that's a very important thing i think right i know that when i got back to uh, chicago from cincinnati where i was for six weeks like i mentioned and found very little grounding there because of what i was called to do you weren't on your own schedule you were tracking medicine schedules you were tracking um your business doctor schedules my mom's schedules and now that i'm home i knew as soon as i let i pulled in here i had a big webinar slides to do i had clients to do thursday friday we did the beth davis event which was from nine in the morning to about nine at night yes that was fun two days in a row and then yesterday was an, an a beautiful uh, event private event which was wonderful but when we got home last night it was like yes i was able to focus all the energy that I had for each one of those items with a sleep in between. Sleep is my grounding. Oh my gosh. Going to bed early too. Right. And, and uh, you know, when I was with my mom, she goes to bed about 10, 15, or no, excuse me, 11, 15 every night. And I'm that's like, even late for you. Mom, 10 o'clock is my bedtime. I know it sounds like we've, we've traded. <laughs> we've switched. Right. Uh, but I love sleep. I love sleep. Okay. Well, those are some, those are some of our ways that we like to ground. So let us know if, if you have any, we want to hear from you all, of course, give us your feedback, give us your reviews and tell us a little bit about your favorite ways to ground. So we will see you next week and have a phenomenal time rest recuperate from that that week that we just had and look forward to this one it's going to be great we'll see you next week bye bye everybody where the night is totally clear and your heart is free